Okay, and welcoming back to the show, we got Ace Kaskayaski, uh, assistant and music video director. And welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So we're always just ch channeling and uh, going about uh, what it means to get into any kind of part of the entertainment industry. You're based in uh, Toronto. Uh, how's Correct. the how's the indie film scene over there? It's pretty good. It's actually booming. We are getting a new studio recently that's being built that's going to provide much more opportunity for um, many more shows and features. Hmm. Very nice. So you've worked on a few different ads and corporate videos as well. Um, I don't do ads so much, but I've done ads for Hayabusa Combats, which is like a boxing glove. Um, so those were fun. That was a commercial shoot. And we had um, also a lifestyle shoot for Hayabusa. Um, those were fun. But usually I work for shorts and features. So I'm more in the narrative world. Very nice. Uh, what's been your favorite crew position to maintain? Uh, sorry, could you repeat that? Uh, what's been your favorite uh, crew position to have? Crew position? You... Oh, assistant director. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, when I'm not directing, um, that's like my day job, basically. So everyone in the indie scene kind of have a day job and what they want to do as their dream. So I do direct on the side, but um, as of now, my day job is assistant directing. Very nice. Uh, so you did a women in film Instagram live session uh, recently. How did that go? It was really fun. Um, the owner, Eli, um, we were like, before he even put that up, we were texting and talking about the project. And he told me about the project and I was super interested in it. He's basically doing all of this to give more representation to women in film uh, as we all know, like film has been a very male-dominated industry in the past. Yep. Mm -hmm. So he's been doing that, and it's 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 been amazing. And he wanted me to be on as a guest for his live interviews. And I actually met so many other women in film through doing that interview, which is kind of what he wanted to do, just build a community, which was right. so nice. It's always growing. It's, uh, again, no. It's cool to know that it's more than just, you know, a nationwide thing. It's branching out internationally. Uh, okay. uh, any predictions on some of the other big seminars and live Q&As that they'll probably be doing? Um, I think he did this one thing with like, um, he was taking portraits of the women who were involved originally which was another project, but he's always doing new projects and I'm sure there's many other people like Eli um combating for representation very nice very nice cool. all together um so uh, what was some of your training that just a little backtrack uh that got you into film so for me i didn't go to film school so i'm a big <laughs> advocate <laughs> nice that you do not have to go to film school to work in this industry um i would say one of my biggest film training is just reading books of directors about directors i love Currently, I'm reading an autobiography of Martin Scorsese um, and listening to a lot of podcasts, which is why now I like going on podcasts and sharing my experience so that other people like me can listen and see how to get started. And then I just like got myself on set on unpaid positions 
And I think that's the best way you can learn is just being on set. Totally. Uh, any kind of crew position, just watch and learn, see how everyone's making time and, and money just all coincide together. Mm -hmm, for sure. Like, I think in any job, you kind of have to get started from somewhere. Um, so that's why I was okay with just like unpaid stuff, because I was so happy to be on set and to be learning all the time. And from there, you meet people and um, you build your resume. Totally. Uh, what do you recommend for those who have this as a part-time deal, but want it to be full-time, but are struggling to get in? So the thing that's kind of hard in our industry is that it's fully freelance up until yep. like when you, I mean, there are some people who have contracts who are assigned to certain agencies, but usually those are more commercial. And as I mentioned in the beginning, commercials are usually more boring. Mm -hmm. So people want to work on narrative. And if you want to work on narrative, it's kind of like, okay, you're booked for 10 days, 20 days on this one project. And once that comes to an end, like they have a window of 30 days of paying you because it's usually net 30 invoices. Exactly. So, yeah. So it can get kind of stressful that like when you want to transition into full time, you kind of have to um, save up because check that you're expecting in 30 days might be late. Mm. That has happened to me and to a lot of my friends. So you have to kind of put more um, attention into those and definitely try to book as many jobs as possible in advance. And usually we prefer like long term. Yes. Because, <laughs> yeah, one, one or two day gig might be very nice, like because sometimes they pay better or maybe you want to work on it. But if you have a 20 day offer, that's maybe a lower rate. Definitely, we would be booking the 20 day one. Absolutely. <laughs> Altogether, um, uh, what uh, job reference sites uh, have you utilized that you totally recommend to filmmakers? everywhere uh i've never really recommend like i've never really done references for other people and even for me um usually what we do is we put on a re resume like if you want references uh, references available upon request gotcha gotcha okay um uh where can we find uh some of your work on on the internet for those wanting to know so my website is currently being built. It's directedbyace.com. Um, I also put some of the shows that I've been on as podcasts over there, so you can find over there. Mm. And my Instagram <laughs> is Ace Kaskaisa, so A-C-E-K-A-Z-K-A-Y-A-S-I. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And I love connecting with more artists on there. Absolutely. Uh, and so, okay, so you're studying some key film books and you've had some big set experience. Uh, what are you hoping to try and do next? Do you want to be the main director in charge or do you want to still kind of be like second or third, uh, unit director or assistant director or, uh, unit manager? <laughs> Definitely directing. Uh, I've been doing a bunch of shorts and I want to get into directing features. Um, what kind of genre are you interested in working with 
I like dramas, but um, I like dramas that are more psychological and philosophical underlying um, like deeper meaning dramas, basically. Gotcha. Just I love films that make you question. Very nice. Not, not anything that's just like unsure. It's pretty sure of what it wants to do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, what are some current stuff that you'd like to currently promote? Some current stuff? Um, I just did a 48-hour challenge. So we made a short film under 48 hours. It's called Busker. So currently it's being re-edited after the festival. And we are going into recoloring again. But after that, it will be available to watch. I'm so excited to share that. Very nice. Yeah. Any other just like piece of advice you'd like to share with anyone? <laughs> um, I think a lot of people think that film is a like gate kept industry to get into, and you cannot really get into it if you don't know anyone. Which is kind of true. It's really important to know people. Knowing people is everything in this industry. But you can also make yourself know people by reaching out to people. Like you have internet now and if you use it to your advantage, that's an amazing tool. You can um, even meet. I just reach out to Cam for this podcast. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> you can meet so many people and then you become friends with them and they introduce you to new people. So I think don't be afraid of making those opportunities for yourself if no one is making them for you. Very neat. Uh, how would you kind of describe how kind of indie films like kind of marketing online now? It seems like, you know, it's pretty easy to go in and out, find a, a Twitter chat, a Facebook group, or just even just something else besides just Actors Access, LinkedIn, or some other film network community. There's just like alternatives for everything now. For sure. Just join a few Facebook groups that's like local to your area and just see what they're searching for production assistant i've done camera trainee i've done a set dresser those are roles that i'm not very interested in but i just wanted to try and also every time i get myself on set i was able to meet new producers new directors and connect with them so try to um see what you can get yourself into which will definitely open up new roads for you badass this is neat to hear uh uh, anything else that uh, you've been witnessing and noticing is kind of a growing part of the industry that you'd like to point out? <laughs> um, definitely in Toronto, like representation has been very pushed, which we love to see. Um, BIPOC representation, LGBTQ representation, definitely grants are giving more um, attention to applicants that fulfill those criterias and we get to see more people of color on the screen and also behind the screen people who are working um they're hired more BIPOC which is very nice to see mm -hmm. that a lot of those underrepresented communities are getting a lot of representation it's a good thing mm -hmm. all right well this was a nice quick prompt chat uh thank you for being on here Thank you for having me. We'll return after these messages.
Hello and welcome to Culture Shocked, the pop culture podcast brought to you by four aging millennials and our outdated opinions. Join us every Tuesday as we discuss movies, TV, games, and even music, new and old. Dude, what do you think you're doing? Are you seriously trying to record a promo without us right now? Well, uh, yeah. Dude, you can't just do the promo by yourself. Who's going to listen to that? Yeah, and you probably haven't even told them that we're a pop culture podcast where we always agree on everything. Uh, for instance, the Sam Raimi trilogy easily being the best of the Spider-Man movies. J- no, no. But I think we can all agree that Jaws is a classical masterpiece. Mm, nope, don't like that. But we do all agree that the sequel trilogy of Star Wars is the best in the Skywalker saga, right, guys? That comment is so ridiculous, I don't even know where to Anyways, be- uh, that'll do it from all of us here at Culture Shock. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. (laughs) Yeah, not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts, or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. We let things pile up in the DVR. We add them to our queues. We wait for the DVDs and Blu-rays. We time shift. The Time Shifters podcast sci-fi horror fantasy superheroes comedy action film television maybe some not so current events find us on itunes or at timeshifterspodcast.com cool thing about blind knowledge is we are in multiple countries we are worldwide all across the globe we are in the u.s we are in the uk we are in canada germany india japan we're in australia y'all blindknowledge.com Now back to the feature presentation. Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a jacked up review show.